0: Welcome to the Women on Fire podcast, we're on a mission to help you have your best menopause and rest of your life. I'm your host Jenna Moore. I'm an accredited integrative health and menopause coach and I've studied nutritional awareness, women's hormones through a functional medicine lens and explored various modalities including breathwork, mindset and positive psychology. Join me and my guests as we discuss how to navigate the natural life transition of menopause and growing older. From waistlines, waning libidos and what to wear now, we're over 40, we discuss it all. Women on Fire is sponsored by MenoMe, a New Zealand-based, Australian company by women for women. MenoMe specialises in scientifically validated all-natural supplements so you can experience freedom in menopause. Today our guest is Rebecca Gibney, a household name in both Australia and New Zealand. Her performance as Julie Rafter on Patch the Rafters earned her a Gold Logie Award for Most Popular Personality, two Silver Logies for Most Popular Actress and a further seven Logie Award nominations along with an AFI Award nomination for Best Lead Actress in a Television Drama. Currently, Rebecca is starring in and executive producing the popular RonCon series Under the Vines, which is on TVNZ in New Zealand and Acorn TV around the world. Rebecca has an extensive range of television credits, but what sets her apart is she's so real and such a lovely person, as well as a hugely talented actress. Please enjoy our interview with the lovely
1: Rebecca.
0: And under the vines, beautiful Daisy, socialite Daisy from Sydney. She's starting to struggle a bit with menopause, but she does want not want to know about the M word, right?
1: No, no, it's funny because I think there is this preconception that the minute you go through menopause, your sex life's over, everything's over, you're not sexy anymore, you're not attractive anymore. So Daisy's like, nope. Don't want to borrow it. Don't 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 say the M word. Don't mention the M word.
0: <laughs> I know it's so cute, but it's amazing that that was in the script. I didn't realise that was in the going to be in the script. No,
1: I suggested it when we finished season two. We were talking. Uh, season one. We were talking about ideas for season two, and I said, "Well, why don't we mention that she's maybe going through menopause?" And they, I think, it wasn't that they they were kind of surprised that I was the one that suggested it because. You know, they all went, yeah, it's awesome, it's awesome. But I think they were probably thinking that someone, you know, that actors don't want to go there because then that's implying that they're older or whatever. And I'm like, no, let's do it, of course. I mean, I think it's, you know, it's a fact of life and we all go through it, us women. So I was very happy for them to embrace it and show what happens when you go through menopause.
0: That's amazing, I think. And, I mean, that's the beauty of you. You're so real because you say some wonderful things on Instagram and things, and bringing in the realism, like yes, there's filters, and I don't always look like this, and and um,
1: no one really looks like that anymore. No one, I mean, you know, yes, young models and young, yes, you you know, there are some people that look like that, but generally, unfortunately, because. Social media is so curated these days and it is about putting your best foot forward and everyone wants to do that, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But as long as we also dispel the myth that that's reality because it's not. I mean, I walk into photo shoots and I've got no makeup on and I look like anyone else on the street. No one gives me a passing glance. In fact, now that I've gotten over 50... There's other reasons why they don't give you a passing glance, but you know, and then all of a sudden you get all the two hours of makeup and hair and lighting and photo- and you know, and you can turn out amazing photographs, but it's not real. It's all fake. Fake hair, fake eyelashes, fake everything.
0: I know. tell you, it's a bit of fun though, too, isn't it?
1: <laughs> oh, it's great fun. I mean, it's great fun to look at the images and go, wow, I can look like that sometimes, but it's not. It's not the reality, mm. you know. I, I'm, I'm also fully aware that I wake up in the morning and, you know, the hair's like, and, <laughs> you know, and I've got all the, you know, the wrinkles, the bags, the, the muffin top, all that. It's all, it's all there but it's kind of I don't care anymore. That is one of the beauties of ageing I think when you get to my age and I'm closer to 60 now, I just don't care. I kind of like I want to make the best of what I've got but I don't yeah. really care what other people think so much anymore.
0: That's so cool. But you're saying that nobody really looks at you now that you're post 50. But didn't you get didn't Who magazine put you as one of the sexiest people? Or most beautiful people?
1: Yeah, that was like seven years ago or something. (laughs) (laughs) That was a while ago. I can't remember. I can't remember how long ago that was. But yeah, and again, you know, lots of fake hair and fake this and fake that. I mean, I liked who they actually put me on the cover once with no makeup, stars with no makeup, and I like that because I went. You know, that's also showing people that, that the reality of this is what you look like. You know, yeah. But I'm like the next person. I would get up, and put a bit of mascara on, put a bit of lippy on, and you know, I try and make the best of what I've got. Yeah. But um, yeah.
0: And have you had your own struggles with menopause?
1: Do you know what? I'm through menopause now. Um, praise be. I I. I did have a little bit of uh, an issue with it. I had the old mood swing, you know, when you're standing in the supermarket and you don't know why you're there and <laughs> and then you get a bit stressed and the anxiety. But because I, I suffered anxiety attacks for a very long time from my teens until I got into my early 40s probably, those sorts of effects didn't bother me as much because I knew what they were. But I know a lot of women do with their hot flushes get ang- terrible anxiety because they don't know. And you can't control it. Yeah. When, when that happens, you can't control it. You know. So my advice is just go with it. And, you know, if you are in an environment that's making you hot, get outside, take your jumper off, but breathe. Yes. Know, just breathe yeah. through it. You've just got to go with it. You don't, don't fight it. Don't fight anything. There's no point. Fighting is not going to get you anywhere. Mm,
0: that's so true. And did you have to change some of your habits? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> we all like a vino or our coffees and things, and they just don't seem to sit as well with us. No.
1: Do you know what the weird thing is, I'm on a program at the moment about lowering because I, years ago, I put on a lot of weight for a role in a film, and I never really lost it again but through that I found out I was insulin resistant so I'm on a program at the moment that's kind of readdressing my microbiome my gut my gut health and my microbiome and I've because of that I've lost weight it wasn't I didn't do it to lose weight I did it because I went on holiday and basically ate for New Zealand while I was away and drank everything in sight and I came back feeling really sluggish and really awful and my sleep was terrible so I've been on this program for about two and a half weeks and it's made a huge difference and what i've realized is that you can have your glass of wine don't have it on its own because it's going to cause a glucose spike have it with your meal you know it's like have three meals try not to snack there are all these things that actually make perfect sense when you do it um and i think those are the things that i'm realizing now i'm like damn i wish i knew that when i was going through menopause because i probably didn't i probably didn't need to take all those pills if i'd done the diet the healthy thing for my body you know Drink lots of fluids. Try a bit of fasting now and then. Eat your sugars last. You can have dessert. Just have it after you've had everything else. Don't reach for a chocolate bar, you know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I know. It can make such a huge difference. I mean. Massive. That's what I teach every day because we can't cope with the um, the sugars and the refined carbohydrates. Anymore when you're insulin resistant and you do. No, um,
1: exactly. And also when you're over a certain age, you're just yeah. not, you're not, you're not dealing, your body's not like an engine that, you know, you're not 20 anymore. So your body's not just churning things over. So you can't actually indulge in all that stuff. Doesn't mean you can't have it ever. It just means that there are certain ways of eating. I mean, I started getting interested in the glucose goddess who's on Instagram. And she's got a book out called Glucose Revolution, I think. Um, and in that she talks about just eating everything in an order, a certain order, like eat your veggies first. I think the Americans do it. Have your veggies first, then your fats and your protein, and then your carbs and your sugars last. So don't have your big thing of bread before you eat because you're just going to get more hungry and it's actually, you know, it's, it's causing these amazing spikes. So once you read up all that and then you start, it's hard, I've got to say, because I've been doing it for two weeks and the first week was a, a nightmare because I'm a great snacker. I get to 3 o'clock and go, oh, I'm going to have, you know, a scone and a cup of tea. Or So giving up all that stuff is hard. But my level of energy is now like this as opposed to like that. I'm not having these crashes where I just want to go to sleep. And I think if you're going through menopause especially, You're already, your body's already battling with your hormones. You need to nutritionally support that.
0: Absolutely. And doing, um, as you were, as an actress and an executive producer as well now, right, Um, it must have been hard going through menopause doing those sort of roles where you're front of camera.
1: Yeah, look, I had a bit of weight gain. But I'm also a pragmatist and I kind of like, I don't want to be on a diet for the rest of my life. I don't, I I am someone that's quite moderate. I like my my, um, chocolate. I like my glass of wine. I like a bit of this. I like a bit of that. So I was just like making sure that when I was filming, I was just trying to be, you know, making sure I wasn't reaching for that glass of wine every night. I'd go home and I'd be like, right, it's Friday night. I'm going to have a glass of wine, you know setting yourself goals, you know, and I, again, aging for me, I have, you know, I've had Botox, I've, I've had, you know, I get every facial treatment. I'm the worst person because you could put the product in front of me and say this is going to be great for your crepey skin on your arms and I'm like, right, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just love, you know, I love products for that sort of stuff but, I'm, you know, I'm trying to look after myself internally now. Um, yeah. and not sweat the small stuff. I've also lost friends. As we get older, friends pass away, people get sick. I, I've lost quite a few friends in the last few years and so it's really made me even more determined to just be very present in what I'm doing and make the most of the day,
0: you know. I think that's beautiful and you do do that. You can read that, you know, because we live in this world where we've got social media now, don't we? And and you have that amazing Instagram account. And you don't mind laughing at yourself. You don't mind just being real. It's like a ray of sunshine. Oh, thanks. <laughs>
1: thanks. It's up you know, the youngest of six children. I grew up and actually I spent a lot of time in the Hawke's Bay in New Zealand. So I, I grew up youngest of six children And so I always – I spend a lot of time on my own too because my brothers and sisters were that much older. But something about growing up in New Zealand in amongst a big family, it really levels you out as well. And Kiwis are so – they're pragmatists. They're they're very down to earth. They do anything for you. I mean, yeah, I'm just very lucky that I grew up in this country, you know. That's made a – I think that made a huge difference.
0: That's so nice because you – do you live between Australia and New Zealand now or do you?
1: I actually live, we live in New Zealand. Right. We, we moved back to New Zealand in 2017 and I live here. We live in Dunedin and, and um, I go back to Australia all the time on jobs and it, it, it is a second home because I've probably sp- I've spent more of my life in Australia than I have here and my closest friends in the world are in Australia but I just feel very lucky that I can bounce between the two and um, I'm a cosy. I mean I'm yes. an Australian citizen but I'm a New Zealand New Zealand by birth and New Zealand citizen, obviously. So I'm a cosy bit of both. So you get choices. I think that's I do, which happens. is awesome.
0: Yeah, it is really. I love Australia as well. Uh, we work with both Australia and New Zealand as well. So right. to wrap up, because I know you're a busy lady, um, is what would you, I mean? You've given out so many little gems anyway. But if there was a standout suggestion you would give to someone maybe who's struggling with menopause and who's struggling with growing older and the changes that can bring what would you say what would you
1: I would say don't fight it I mean aging is a privilege we are living in a society where there's so much you know devastation going on people are losing homes losing their lives mental health is at an all-time low you know I think aging is is a privilege um there is no one on the planet like you we are all so unique and be your authentic self do not be afraid to stop being people pleasers because a lot of women are people pleasers they spend their lives being the best mother the best wife the best whatever stop it give it up just go i am who i am embrace that Seriously, let go of the image that we, you know, once menopause hits, that's it. I'm not sexy. I'm not this anymore. It's rubbish. It's absolute rubbish. I'm still sexy. I'm still out there doing stuff. That was another reason that I wanted Daisy to go through menopause, but still be sexy, still be attractive. We are still very vital. If anything, we've got more to offer as we get older than what we did when we're younger because we're more in control of who we are. So my advice mostly is just be your authentic self. There is no one else on the planet like you. Love yourself. Take care of yourself. Go buy yourself the ice cream. Go and have a facial. Go and have a massage. Take yourself for a walk. Be your own best friend. That's probably my best bit of advice I could give you.
0: I think that's beautiful. That's beautiful
1: advice. Thank you so much for joining
0: us. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. A pleasure.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you
0: for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it and rate it because it helps other women join the conversation. If you'd like to learn more about Menomi, check us out at menomi.co.nz.